Welcome back to Commission Impossible. My name is Scott Fish. Sitting with me, as always, is the man, Ryan McDowell. We are through SFBX drafts. That's great. We're, we're ready to have some more Commission Impossible out there. Uh, we go over listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas, tons of stuff. You email us at commissionpod at gmail.com. That's how you can uh, get your email potentially read on the air. Uh, a lot of people have asked a lot of COVID questions uh, for what to do of various things. We have mentioned several things on the show in the past, but next week we're going to record a very special episode with some of the best commissioners in the fantasy football industry all weighing in. We'll, we'll have a lot of info. It might be a really long show, but it's a must-listen-to episode. So stay tuned for that next week. We'll have that. Uh, for now, let, let's get some more listener questions out of the way. Let's let's answer your questions and hopefully help those commissioners and uh, maybe give some ideas to some other commissioners out there who are listening. Ryan, I've been talking for too long. How are you? And uh, you can start with the first questions if you want. Sounds good. I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, it is. It is good to be. Uh, it is good to have SFBX kind of in the in the rearview mirror. You know, it's yes. It, it's so fun to work on that. I love, I love helping you out with that, but it's, it, it's tough too. It, it kind of weighs on, uh, it kind of weighs on you uh, for a couple months at a time. And I, as with everything, I'm sure whatever I'm feeling with that, you're, you're feeling, you know, a hundred times that or more. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a relief. We had four drafts that really, really uh, held up. Oh, really took a while, yeah. Uh, but I think they're all done now. Is that right? They all are done. done. The the last okay. one finished yesterday afternoon, and I was seventeen days is a new record. Oh, yeah. It's we've not had, a record you want to be a part of. No, really. no. I think we've had five or six drafts hit fifteen days, and this one hit seventeen. Is unreal. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Oh well. What it, you know? It's it is what it is. They had a lot. They had a guy who had to get replaced after timing out three times, and then they had. I think they had six or seven timeouts among the group, which is just crushing. You know, yeah, three from that one guy, and then just you know, randoms uh, in there. It's that's a crushing group right there. That's pretty rough. Yep. Yeah, that many timeouts. You know, don't don't be surprised if you're not invited back next year. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Just well, saying. yeah. The guy that did three times, trust me, he is. He, I've replaced him. He's not coming back. I already have him on the band list. That band list is long, Ryan. <laughs> It's longer than it should be. Well, hey, you, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. All right, well, let's see. First email, Scott. We don't we don't have a name on this one, so we'll just jump into it. Oh no. <laughs> he says, "I just want to share our league's rules for salaries. I haven't seen others like it. Free agency is determined by the following process using our message board with a 24-hour time limit for bid increases. All bids in the off-season and in-season free agency will be calculated as follows. Salary plus years minus one divided by two. Okay. Uh, For example, if someone bids three years, a million dollars on Tom Brady, the total bid is actually worth uh, one million plus 500K plus another 500K for a total of two million. Uh, This formula is actually used to create the total bid. His salary is still three years, one million. Uh, with a 5% increase for years two and three. Each offseason prior to free agency, each franchise can designate 
uh, who uh, a, one player whose contract with the team is expired as a first, second, third, or fourth round tender. Okay, that's I wouldn't say that's common, but we we've seen you tender players at a certain level. Uh, mm-hmm. First round tender, they get the average of top ten. Second round seventy five percent. Third round fifty percent. Fourth round twenty five percent. And then the original franchise owner can can decide to match or take the compensation associated with uh, with that tender. So um, I think the unique part here is is definitely the bidding system, and it's just a way to value uh, to mix the value of the salary plus mm-hmm. the length of the salary. So yeah, um, a, a one million dollar bid for. You know what? What is a one million dollar bid for two years versus a, you know, a one point five million dollar bid for one year? Those yeah, exactly. for one year. Those those are the. That's basically the purpose of a system like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an it's an interesting wrinkle. I I I wonder if anyone listening would uh you know listen to that and maybe bring it to their league. I I found it interesting he was doing average of top ten because I usually see it average of t- top five. Uh, for for tenders like that is is top ten more normal or five? I'm not sure. I, I only play in one salary cap league, um, and for I the, think like yeah, yeah, and I think that is I believe it's top five in that league. But yeah, uh, I'm very used to seeing top five. I, I'm pretty sure John does top five for some of his too. I, yeah, it's that's uh, at a position like like tight end, top ten would be like. <laughs> you're you're getting some you're getting a weird at like a like a very low price for some top tier guys to be tendered if if you're going all the way to ten. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's an interesting uh, way of doing it. Uh, hopefully, maybe that's that's a way somebody listening and be like, oh, I love that. I'm going to bring it in. Uh, very nice. Whew. Uh Ryan, I got another email here. That by the way, that last email I looked it up is got from a guy named Chris from Parts Unknown. Oh, okay, all right, yes, all right. This one is from Brian, and he is not from Parts Unknown. He is from Nola. I don't know where Nola is. I don't know what kind of city Nola is. I just just it sounds says like Nola. a boring place. It says Nola in all caps. I just I'm not. Sure. It's I probably not it's, much going on there. You know what? I'm gonna go with. The NO stands for New Orleans and the LA stands for Louisiana. Oh, that could be it. Like be. I like that's that's a guest. Or maybe it's just he's not from LA. He just wants us to know he's not from Los Angeles. <laughs> he's he's very against LA. No LA. Uh love the pod, love the work you do. Uh thank you. A couple ideas came to mind when I was listening to your uh your 50th pod. Have you considered making SFBX a vampire league? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> I had never considered it, and it will not happen. Uh, there's a absolute zero percent chance that would ever happen. Uh, I shouldn't say ever. I'll just say it would be way down the road, and I I honestly don't think it would ever happen. Uh, would be interesting to see how far vampire teams could go in a large format. I mean, I, I like the idea of a large format vampire league, like a multi league. Vampire League, but SFBX can't do that. It just can't um, for a bunch of reasons. But uh, second idea I had for a league, uh, not SFBX, was 12 teams, six make the playoffs after the regular season. Six playoff teams redraft the players from the six remaining playoff teams. What? 
prior to the first playoff week? Like, so the six playoff teams, they make the playoffs with these teams, and then they're just like, let's have a new draft of all the players that we have. That's uh, are, interesting. Are they drafting? No, they're drafting the playoff teams, not the non-playoff teams. Oh, that's, w- that's what I thought. I thought he, I thought they were drafting fr- from the, you know, nope. from the dead teams, basically. Nope. Which it looks like, uh, it looks like the six playoff teams redraft the players from the six remaining playoff teams, and uh, the draft would be six-team snake draft with the sixth-place team getting the one hundred and one, and and fifth-place one hundred and two, and so on. Um, the first and place, second place teams would have a bye like normal, but they do pick fifth and sixth. Uh, may have to consider a portion of the prize pool for the regular season and another portion for the postseason sixteen tournament. Look forward to hearing your thoughts and not the platform that, and not sure of a platform that can do this. Well, any platform can really do it if you dump the rosters and have another draft. I would think. I, may, maybe some platforms don't let you draft in season, but MFL would, I think. Yeah, yeah. I th- we know MFL has that capability. I actually don't think a lot of the others uh, would allow that. I mean, you would. Yeah, yeah. They first of all, not. I think you'd have to start a completely new uh, league, and then I, I, I do think there's a chance that they shut down draft capabilities after. You could always do it in a season. Google Doc and then just like yeah, add and drop to make yeah, it that's work true or something. Um. I mean, it's an interesting idea. It's it's like it's an interesting idea. Like we have so many on these. Um, I think what Ryan and I originally thought, like what Ryan originally thought, and what like makes more sense to me is drafting the team, drafting the players off of the teams that miss the playoffs. <laughs> and, yeah, and and you know having the and th- that would really even the playing field. I think. Um, dra- redrafting the team that you made the playoffs with, though, is. It's interesting. I, yeah, I guess it. I'm yeah. just wondering why. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's the question. The why. It feels like. It feels like just a different season. Like you almost have to have. I mean, t- it's almost two champions. Like I would not consider. I would not consider a team that won the regular season and got the bye but then lost in the playoffs or I would not consider a team that won that championship, that playoff championship as the champion of the league. Cause it's a completely different team. I think you have two champions. Then you have a, you have a 12 week champion and a six week champion or whatever it is, you know, whatever, or four week champion, whatever the case is. Like yeah. I just, the te- it would be different if you were drafting the players of the non playoff teams and trying to even out the field for the playoffs and even then, I don't know that it's a legit championship. It's it's interesting. I'd consider the why. Maybe you have people who would like to do it. Um, I I see a lot of problems with crowning a champion that way, though. Yeah, I do as well. I just I'm just not seeing the I'm not seeing the benefit of it, honestly. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much where it's it's one of those interesting ideas, but I don't see why you're doing it. Um, and I I would have trouble calling a team like even if you drafted the players off of the teams that were eliminated uh, in that order, you're make like that sixth place team is potentially getting just a, an uber stud off of the like I I have trouble crowning a champion 
in a system like this. Um, but I mean, you know what? If we say it all the time, if your league thinks it's a great idea and wants to do it, or if you find 11 other people that want to do this league, awesome. That's the beauty of fantasy. But uh, like, it, yeah, we have we have a few issues with it, but it's it's an interesting idea, Brian from NOLA. Oh, man, Ryan. <laughs> Justin from Fayetteville, Arkansas. What's he got to say? Let's see what Justin says. He says, uh, you mentioned some potential solutions to the week 13 buys for playoffs on episode 47. I'd come up with a different solution back in 26 when this last came up, and I thought I'd mention. Uh, for starters, I believe the reason this comes up for the NFL scheduling is due to Thanksgiving falling during week 12, so they don't schedule any buys that week due to the extra Thursday games. It's probably a good point. Uh, in our league, the solution that worked well was we essentially gave the option to transfer the buy, the buy to week 12 instead. If a team manager had a player on their roster with a week 13 buy, prior to that player's week 12 game, they could elect to take the points in week 13 instead. They would then not be able to to start the player in week 12 as if they were on by and got the week 12 points for that player used in week 13. Okay. So, I mean, this year it's, it's Christian McCaffrey, right? It's McCaffrey. Yep. It's, yep. Uh, so it's, it's the Bucks and the Panthers. Basically and... what he's saying is, yep. It's the Bucks and the Panthers. The year he's talking about 2016, it was the Titans and Browns. Uh, he's basically saying week 12, Chris, you have to sit with Christian McCaffrey, but you get his points the following week. That's basically yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. Um, let's see what else he says here. Um, it was a bit of work for me as the commish. Which Definitely. We, we, we always point those things out. But it it's was only going to be about six players, and, though, right? Like five, six, seven players at most. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't, yeah. It wouldn't be too many. Even, even this year with um, probably more relevant players than, yeah. than last time. Yeah. As you stated that year, it was Tennessee and Cleveland on by, so it wasn't too big of a problem. I think with Carolina and Tampa on by, it could be uh, could be more crucial, and the solution could help uh, to make things more fair for team managers. Any thoughts on this idea or ways to improve it? Um, I like the idea. Uh, I I don't have any issue with it necessarily. Um, I, I know in my leagues. I mean, I've always just thought you kind of, you know, you just kind of go with what the schedule brings. And um, in my mm-hmm. leagues, we actually start the playoffs uh, in week 12 uh, in my kitchen sink leagues. So we deal with this almost every year. Um, and, you know, you just have to make, you have to make plans for that week. If you've, if you've got a, a key starter that's set to miss, you know, obviously, you know about it from uh, midsummer on, and and you can try to make moves to to fix that, uh, or to you know to adjust for that. Whether you're picking up an extra quarterback or or whatever it might be, um, I, I like the idea. I don't know that I would use it in in my leagues, though. That's 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 the same with me. I'm I'm the guy that you know what this is just what it what's ha- what you know it is what it is. Um, you have to work around it. You, it's it's very likely, especially in redraft leagues, you've drafted knowing this. So, <laughs> um, but uh, in dynasty leagues and in and in uh, home leagues that haven't or leagues that haven't drafted yet, 
I can see putting this out there. I think it's, I, I actually think it's a really good idea. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it, it takes a little bit of commission work and it takes some, uh, some uh, informing the league that they are able to do this and probably a reminder, you know, before week 12 <laughs> that they can do this or whatever, um, that they can uh, vacate those points for that, like bench that guy and, and get those points the following week, etc. cetera. Um, I mean, I like the idea. I, I probably wouldn't put it in mine, but uh, that's not like negative towards the idea. I actually really like this idea, and I think a lot of t- there are a lot of leagues that would really like this idea. It's just uh, it's a little too much uh, too much work for mine, and I just I just my guys, you know, in my leagues, you just you just deal with what the schedule rolls, you know. So, um, but I love the idea. Uh, very cool. Yeah. He also said he got an SFBX invitation and he was putting together a local charity league for food banks. So that's very awesome. So uh, thank you, Justin from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Right. Um, I believe you read that, but I, uh, I, I did the last little bit there. So um, stealing my thunder, Scott. I am. I am. <laughs> uh, you can have the next one. That's okay. All right. Hi, Scott and Ryan. This is Bill in Pittsburgh, PA. A while back, I wrote to you regarding the league using FAB to allow our player swap each week. I took your suggestions and created a final concept. Just wanted to provide you an update. Note that FAB is 200 for the whole year. So they, he put in a maximum allowance for swapping players. Remember, this is the one where he's like, you can spend FAB to swap a player um, in your lineup. Um, yes. And... And I already see some of the suggestions that we kind of said when we were on the show. I, this, is, this is great. Maximum allowance for swapping players is three times per year per team. Swap must meet starting lineup requirements. Can be done any week of the regular season and playoffs except championship game. And then he has different cost amounts. I believe that was your idea, Ryan, uh, for what t- part of the year it was. Or maybe it wasn't. I, maybe I'm remembering that wrong, but sounds That's like first half. Idea, so I'm, I'm going to take credit for it. Okay. First half <laughs> of the year, it's 20% of starting fab. Uh, so I believe your idea was like the first one count costs X amount. The second one costs more and the third one costs the most or something. Yes. Yeah, so I, right. I, be, I believe we had that or something. Uh, so his idea is if you do it in the first half of the season, it's 20% of fab. Second half of the season, it's 40% of fab. And, uh, playoffs it costs 60 percent of fab basically 120 bucks so if you want to be able to make a swap in the playoffs you better save your fab is basically what it is right um, and and looking at these numbers you can do it three times total but you can't do it um if you spend any money you can't do it if you spend any money but you also can't do it in each of these periods i mean if you do it if you do an early uh early part of the season a late part of the season, if you do both of those, you don't have enough left for your $120 playoff switch. Right. Yeah. With, with a $200 yep. budget. So uh, and I guess unless you, uh, unless you trade for some fab and with this, with this rule in place, I bet it's not very easy to trade for fab money. Yeah, I would, I would think so. With the $200 budget, you can, you can only do it twice, even though there's a three time limit. So you would you would basically oh I suppose you could do it you could do it multiple you, early you could do it three times early yeah so yeah. yeah you could do it three times if it's early yeah I see that yeah so I mean I, this, I really this, like that I do too and this well, kind of rule this kind of rule should be 
Uh, I mean, it, it should be tough to implement, tough to 100% choose. 100% agreed. I um, love the way he did this. Yeah. I, I guess the only nitpick I might have is um, I'm, I'm not sure I would allow it during the playoffs. I think once you get to the playoffs, you've just got to let it ride. Um, yeah. I'm especially, gonna... especially if you're going to uh, eliminate it as an option during the championship game. Um, I think that's the only difference I would, I would maybe make. And like I said, that's, that's nitpicking. I nitpick, yeah. For, for this rule, I really love what, um, what he set up here. I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. If, if I was, if I, if, if I was to nitpick one part, it would be, you shouldn't be able to do it in the playoffs, but he made it so costly that it's, very unlikely someone will be able to do it in the playoffs, right? They basically have to have saved fab and at most only done it once in the entire year. Like they did it once in the beginning of the year and saved fab. That's about the only way they're going to be able to, (laughs) to afford a playoff swap. So he made it really prohibitive already. So that's true. I, I would take it out, but he did make it really prohibitive. So that's, and like you said, it's it's one of those rules. If you're if you get to swap a player, it should be it should be costly to do that. So, because um, that's the difference between a win and a loss, really. Like it's a player swap like that is it's probably since you can do it up to five p.m. on Monday, so before the Monday night game, that could be a swap that wins you a game. So you're basically buying a win, you know, when you use it. So. It should be it should be expensive. Um, I like I like the final result result you got here, buddy. Um, yep. Bill in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ryan, what do you say? One more, two more, one more. Uh, let's get one more at least. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Matt from Seattle. Matt says, "Hey guys, we have twelve team leagues, both dynasty and redraft, um, and like most leagues." play 13 regular season games before going to the playoffs week 14 through 16 uh, with 12 teams. That mean that would mean everyone has a chance to play everyone else uh, one time in the first 11 weeks. And that leaves week 12 and 13 to play two other teams. A second time. Is right. there, a, is there a way to fairly determine who you play twice every year? We've just gone with the randomized order, but some people can be se- severely disadvantaged if they're weak. Uh, if their weeks 12 and 13 opponents happen to be the best teams or a not so great team can benefit from playing the worst teams. Uh, We make the fifth and sixth playoff seeds based on total points. Good job. Uh, Mm -hmm. First through fourth are based on record. Since we already account for some bad luck in that sense, is that enough? I didn't know if you'd heard of creative ways to make scheduling more fair Two weeks of all play where the top six scoring teams get a win. Appreciate any ideas. Uh, there's lots of options. Uh, first of all, can I, can I start with, uh, one interesting way that I, I used to play back in the early aughts with mid aughts, maybe back in Um, the dark ages. Yeah. We actually would do, uh, two weeks of total points followed by 11 weeks of playing everybody once. So that kind of goes along with the, you know, we would start the season with the the total points, like no, no head to no head-to-head matchups for this first two weeks, but those points counted for your total points. And then we'd basically have an 11 week season. So your record would be six and five, but you'd have 13 weeks worth of points for the tiebreakers. 
So um, I think that's a little bit where his head is going, you know, towards, you know, or two weeks of, I mean, we didn't do this back then, but two weeks of all play is the same deal, right? Like, like you have, you have something where there's no direct competitor, um, but your, what you do those two weeks matters. Um, Those are two good ideas. If you, if you find a, uh, find a site that it's easy to set up, that's, that's what we did a long time ago. Two weeks of total points and 11 weeks of, uh, of actual head to heads. Did you have something, Ryan? I just threw that in there before you even answered. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I like that idea. I, I do think there there are multiple options here. First of all, <clears throat> I don't really have a problem with just randomizing it. Uh, I don't as either. long as as long as it's uh, as long as it's randomized every year. Um, you don't yeah. want to have that that same matchup each year. And and I know uh, sometimes that can happen depending on which site you're using. Um, I think you could you could match up based on the previous season. Uh, so maybe maybe the winner and the and the second place team from the previous season are matched up, um, and then it kind of goes down the line. So one versus two, three versus four, and so on. You could do something like that. Again, that's that's more work on the commish. You're manually setting up that schedule versus just taking the randomized uh, result. Um, I know Scott, you do rivals or, or rivalries in some of your yep. leagues. So, yep. uh, you could do something with that. If you, if you do want to face the same yeah. team or the same couple teams each year, that, that's, uh, that, that's in fact, one way to really do it. You could have 11 weeks versus each, each person, but you could hold a rival draft before the season and everybody could choose two rivals. And then you could work out the last two, like the last two weeks, it's no longer randomized. It's no longer bad or good luck. It's flat out. You called out that person. You know what I mean? Like, so you, you, the teams had a decision. They had a active participation in uh, deciding who would play each other those final two weeks, you know, and, and then, and then you can't be mad because you, you got a bad matchup because either you were called out or you called out the other person. Yeah, I mean, I think you could even wait if if you're talking about the last two weeks of the year. You could even wait until that that time comes. You could almost draft your opponent, right? Like yeah. maybe you maybe you let the um you let the number one team pick who they want to play, um, Oof. and maybe there's, there's maybe a, they the there's, there's some free wins there. I would almost go the other route. I would have the bottom team pick first, like pick from the bottom first. Yeah. Otherwise the top team is going to pick the worst team and get an auto win or close to right. But if the bottom team picks first, the bottom team is probably going to take, take on the second worst and try to get, you know what I mean? Like I, I would almost flip the order. Or, or if the bottom team is trying to tank, trying to get that one over, they might, they yeah. might choose the top team. <laughs> That's a good point too. Maybe you look at the teams closest to the teams that are fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. Right. Maybe they get the first choice. Yeah. That's, I mean, or you could just do one versus two, two versus or three versus four for the first week. And then the next week, it, you know, whatever the standings are, it's one versus two, three versus, it might be people playing each other again, but you know, have people close in, in total points playing each other or something last year. There are lots of ways to do this. Um, it's just I mean, a matter would, of which, which one you want to do. 
Yeah, that would be fun coming down to it. Um, you know, maybe you play the same team back to back weeks, like you said, yep. a one yeah. versus two battle. Really, really finding out who the best team is going into the playoffs. I like that idea. Yeah, there, there's uh, in doing that way it that way. Like if once week eleven's over, uh, total points number one versus number two, number three versus number four, etc. And then after week twelve run it again and maybe it's all the same teams maybe it's flipped a little but imagine how many playoff seedings will be decided in those final two weeks because of the doing the matchups that way it would be yeah yeah Yeah, i mean we've given a bunch of them um you know two weeks of all play two weeks of you know top the top x amount of the top half get a win the top bottom half get a loss two weeks of total points two weeks of rivals you have a rival draft before the season two weeks of you know one versus two two versus three versus four four five versus six etc um yeah there's i mean i have no problem with random but i i feel like there's a lot of ways we've thrown out there they're all going to take a little bit of commission work to to figure out that schedule uh, but, uh, any of those are, are pretty, pretty good ideas. I think hopefully some of that helped you Matt from Seattle or anyone else listening, uh, another way to do it. And I don't like this, but I mean, you could do, uh, 12 teams, 13 weeks, four divisions of three, you play everyone outside of your division once and you play the people in your division twice each that works out, right? Like, uh, something yeah. like that 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 does work out if you want to go to four divisions of three you can make a schedule that evenly plays teams but you play your own division so much that it's it's a rough one um but a lot of good ideas we've thrown out there i think so, i hope so i hope we helped out yeah 30 minutes in let's call it a day ryan sounds good let's do it all right he is Ryan MC23. I am Scottfish24. Those are our Twitter handles. Go follow us there. That's also my Instagram handle if you want to follow me there. Do you what's your Instagram handle there, Ryan? Um, are you on Instagram? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the same. I'm not even sure. I'm, I'm barely matter. on Instagram. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to be on more, but uh, yeah. So follow us on Twitter at those two addresses. Follow Commishpod at Commishpod on Twitter. Um, we rarely ever look at that, but you should. You should follow it for the hell of it. Uh, email us Commishpod at gmail That's it for the show. We'll be back next week with that special COVID uh, fantasy roundtable edition. With with should I mention who's going to be on Ryan? Uh, yeah, let's let's give a little heads up. Sure, we we got John Bosch coming back, friend of the show. We got yes. Nathan Powell coming back, friend of the show. By the way, he's got an awesome series on the uh, DLF YouTube channel called Commissioner it Chronicles. Goes through uh, some basics, uh, Commissioner basics of how to do certain things as a commissioner. Uh, he does it on YouTube, so he, you know he occasionally opens a Word doc for you to view uh, how to do things a little bit. Um, we got Matt Price uh, running the Red List Leagues and then DLF co-host with you there, Ryan, and Dan Myler, uh, DLF co-host, uh, podcast co-host, and uh, salary cap expert, because I know people are going to have some salary cap questions with regards to COVID. So we have, uh, we have a lot of uh, fun guests, and Ryan and I will probably try to sit back and just let them 
expound their knowledge for for an hour or two or or six. I think it'll be a six hour show. So uh, stay tuned for that. Come back next week. That'll probably we'll probably record it on Tuesday and publish it on Wednesday. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, other than that, uh, we're all done here. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.